This is the Money Unleashed podcast, a look at the financial issues facing investors and those getting ready for retirement. Here's the president of the Hoffman Financial Group, Chris Hoffman, and his co-host, Randy Cook. What do you think you're going to spend the most on in retirement? Will it be food? Will it be clothing? Will it be health care? Will it be fun? What do you think it is? Health care. That's well, my guess. That's your guess? That's what a lot yeah. of people say. Well, it's a trick question because none of those answers are correct. The number one thing you'll spend money on in retirement is taxes. No. Amazing. I saw a pie chart not that long ago that said one third of your money in retirement will go to taxes. That's depressing. It is. It's not fun at all, is it? It's not at all. So the Bureau of Labor Statistics did a study and they said, okay, so we have the average retired unit could be one person could be two. Okay. This is your household. This is the average. You'll spend 9,000 a year on federal income taxes, 5,000 on social security taxes, 2,200 on state and local taxes, 2,200 on property taxes. Then they have a couple of other assorted things. It adds up to 16 thousand dollars on average for taxes but then if you add up food health care and clothing services basically the things that it costs you to live it adds up to fourteen thousand eight hundred so more for taxes than your daily expenses chris i don't know that anybody sees that one coming you know it's interesting because when i discuss this with clients and we're doing financial planning and i ask them how much do you need to live on on a month-to-month quarter-by-quarter annual basis You know, the initial conversation I don't emphasize, okay, think about the taxation of your money, Mm -hmm. you know, and I realize they're answering it in a net number. Mm -hmm. They're not saying I need $6,000 to live on, but it's okay if you take 25% taxes out of it. So it's built into our tool and our planning tool has the taxes in there, but it has a material impact on your portfolio if you have a predominant amount of money that's Mm pre-tax. It's the 401k and IRAs are complete traps. They set you up to have to be extremely disciplined in how you build your portfolio. Because if you have a million dollar IRA or 401k, you really have a $750,000 401k and IRA. And that gets, you know, I said depressing earlier. It is a little bit depressing to think $250,000 of what I'm staring at on my statements in my brokerage or IRA accounts isn't mine. Yeah, It's the government's. And they're waiting with bated breath and claws to grab that money from us. And, you know, I, I had a client come in this past week and we were moving some assets around and we pulled up her account and or their account. And I said, OK, I want to move this over. And there's twenty two thousand dollars in gains here. And I need you to know that we're going to protect this money, but you're going to get capital gains tax. She said, well, how much am I going to pay? Twenty five percent. She was in tune with her income mm-hmm. tax and this was capital gains. But now, luckily, she's overemphasizing the tax impact. And I was able to tell her it was long-term capital gains at 15%. 15, So that was good news. But I think the majority of investors get it backwards. They think that they're going to get capital gains or a lower income tax bracket, especially retirees. They think their income tax bracket's going down. When you pull IRA money out, it can have an impact on your social security taxation. So it's just tax after tax after tax after tax. Not to mention that people make mistakes with things like required minimum distributions. Let me do a quick required minimum distributions lessons for some folks because I ran into an existing client of mine who's not 70 and a half yet, 
but he's getting there. He's 69 years old. Mm-hmm. And he said, hey, you know, I'm starting to mentally prepare for required minimum distribution. And he said, you know, I've got it still in my 401k. He's got a big 401k out there. And he said, I'm retired from that company and I don't need to pull the money out, correct? I just need to pay the taxes. <laughs> and I looked at him and I said, huh? He said, yeah, I can just leave it in there. So, you know, if it's an example of, uh, and, and this isn't the exact amount, but if it's a million dollar 401k mm-hmm. and he needed to take out 4%, he says he just needs to pay tax on the 40 grand. No. Well, that's not the case. And I drew on the board, I go, the government is not going to allow you to keep that money in your 401k compounding tax deferred. Got to start taking it. And it took me about 10 minutes to convince him that that was (laughs) illegal. Right. And penalized. Right. And then he said, okay, well, I'm going to take the money out then and I'm going to put it into a Roth. I'm going to convert it to a Roth. I said, no, can't do that either. You can't take your RMDs and convert them to a Roth. You can take your RMDs, put them in a non-qualified account and contribute to a Roth. But I said, you're not working. So you can't contribute to a Roth. If Only you're not income working. can go into a Roth. Yeah, you okay. got to be working got to it. contribute to a Roth. Wow. So, you know, I'm, after I got done with a half an hour of discussing what he couldn't do, which was depressing for him and <laughs> frustrating for me, you know, it dawns on me that these rules are extremely convoluted. Yeah. You know, how much do you take out? When do you take it out? Which accounts do you have to take it out of? Is it you have to take out RMDs from each individual IRA or can you lump those together and take it all out of one account? And the government has made this extremely complex It set us up for, I think, retirement obstacles, if not mistakes, if not failures. Mm -hmm. And you need somebody on your side to manage these waters. And there's a lot of different ways to manage it, but knowledge is one of them. Knowing how these rules and these complex set of rules can bite you if you don't play them properly. But then there's another side. There's how do I play these rules to benefit me? Ah, And that's where we're going to go next here, because you say to yourself, okay, so the biggest expense in my retirement is going to be taxes. So uh, that's a revelation to me. So if I'm smart, I don't need you, Chris. I'll listen to your show, but I can do this myself. I've already figured it out. I've already got it budgeted. I need $60,000 a year to get through retirement and live the lifestyle I want. Well, now you should know this from this show. You need $80,000 a year because the taxes that you have to pay are going to add up to that amount. So there's a revelation for you today. So what do you do to prepare for this? You probably have heard about transferring money or converting money from your 401k over to a Roth step by step as you get towards 70 and a half. That is the topic of conversation here with Maria Bruno from Morningstar saying that the longer you keep that money in that 401k, the bigger it grows and the bigger the tax bite is. For individuals leaving the workforce today, I sometimes call them the RMD generation because they're leaving the workforce with large traditional deferred balances, and they may not realize as these accounts have grown tax deferred over the years, how large these RMDs could be at age 70. Couple that with social security and for individuals that defer social security, 
there could be some pretty large tax surprises at that point. So the key would be to think strategically leading up to that. Think strategically leading up to that. Be proactive. So, Chris, somebody so comes to you. Mean? Yeah, they're 60 years old. They've got a million dollars in the 401k. They don't have to start taking it for 10 and a half years. What can we do for them? She talked about a sweet spot for RMDs. So is that an age? Is that an amount? What is that? So there's two classifications here. One is if you're younger and you're working, you're in your 30s, you're in your 40s, you need to start looking at the balance of your portfolio. How much is after-tax non-qualified accounts? And that way you're just taxed on the increases. And you can take advantage of capital gains, flat taxes, dividends at a flat tax rate if they're qualified dividends. So you need a bucket of money that's already been taxed. And I see it constantly that people in their 40s, 50s, getting close to retirement, they come in and they're like, here's my 401k, here's my IRA, here's my SEP. I'm like, do you have any money that's already been taxed? Mm -hmm. And the answer oftentimes is very little. So if you're still in those working years and you're building your wealth, start to talk to a financial advisor about how much should I actually reserve, pay taxes on and build into a portfolio that I only pay incremental tax on. The other one is how do I build a Roth? Do you have a a Roth 401k plan available to you in your company? And you should split and talk to your advisor about what that split should look like between those two buckets. Now, for those of you that can't affect that today. You're in your late 50s, you're in your 60s, I would say, you know, 58 to 62. We've got to take a look at those IRA funds, those pre-tax dollars, those 401k funds, and we've got to do a Roth conversion analysis. And that doesn't mean converting all of it. That means breaking it down into pieces and potentially taking that small bites of tax off because when you convert it, you do have to pay tax. But that's probably a good age range. And it doesn't mean if you're 57, don't call us and and bring this up. Or if 63, 64, you can still have us do the analysis. But that gives you kind of a range of where I believe it's beneficial. And oftentimes we do implement Roth conversions in that type of age range. The other thing is how much IRA, 401k, pre-tax money do you need to have to consider a different strategy? Well, it's hard and it's different for every individual client. But if you have $200,000 in an IRA or a 401k, that RMD is not going to hurt you materially. So keep plugging away, keep contributing to your 401k, your IRA. But let's use a million dollars as kind of the number. If you've got a million dollars or more in pre-tax investable dollars, 401k, IRA, you should talk to us. If you're in that age range of late 50s, early to mid 60s, and you've got a million dollars in pre-tax money, you need a strategy because you have eight years, Mm -hmm. six years, 10 years maximum. If they move uh, with the SECURE Act, your RMD age out to 72, you've got to get busy on massaging your portfolio year over year over year to build out a solid retirement. You need a combination of three things. You need pre-tax distributions, You need non-qualified monies to be able to distribute back to you, and you need tax-free money. Those three buckets have got to be a part of your portfolio, and they don't need to be a third, a third, a third, but you can't have 95% of your money that's never been taxed. It makes retiring a job, not something you can just set, forget, and enjoy. 
Thanks for listening to the Money Unleashed podcast with Chris Hoffman. To find out more about the Hoffman Financial Group, go to UnleashYourMoney.com and join Chris for his radio show, Money Unleashed, Sunday afternoons at 5 on WSB Radio Atlanta. Chris Hoffman is an investment advisor representative of Retirement Wealth Advisors, Inc., an SEC-registered investment advisor. The Hoffman Financial Group, Retirement Wealth Advisors, Inc., and WSB Radio are not affiliated. Exposure to ideas and financial vehicles discussed should not be considered investment advice or recommendation to buy or sell any financial vehicle. This information should not be considered tax or legal advice. Individuals should consult with a professional specializing in the fields of tax, legal accounting, or investments regarding the applicability of this information for their situation. Any client experiences discussed during this show are unique to that client. They are not meant to imply or suggest you will experience the same results. Past performance is not a guarantee of future results. Investments will fluctuate and when redeems may be worth more or less than when originally invested. Insurance licensed in Georgia number 163546.